while we set the round table and pour our libations, let's kick it off by thanking our sponsors. Always support those who support you, you feel me? And with that being said, I'm going to do you the best favor I can do. That cracked iPhone you got, my G, that ain't player. That ain't professional. You too, young lady. That ain't cute. Holla at iRepairMobile on Instagram and iRepairMobileNC for the Twitter. And make sure you use that talk that talk promo code. That's pound TTT. And while you at it, check out the latest and freshest gear at antihype.us. And now I ain't going to talk you to death. The round table is set. And I'm uh, this episode that I have. Uh, that I'm putting out right now is very uh, sentimental and very, um, very important to me, man. And uh, it, it'll be important to a lot of people that actually take the time out to listen to it because of the, uh, of the um, sentimental, sentimental value it, it will have for, for, for everybody that can relate. I mean, um, this, this is an episode dedicated to black men, black fathers, black sons, black love. Um, just, just the admirations that, 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 black people have for their family and uh, um the admiration in particular that they have for black men and when that that admiration um isn't there you know w- certain things can take place but you know we, we're gonna shed a light on all the great things that it, that happens when that admiration is really there and 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 the father is being in that life and what it means to the family and things like that and with no further ado man i'm a- a- introducing um the most important episode i've done up to date and probably will do uh probably for the until the next time i have a part two of my father so you know with no further ado again i ain't gonna talk you to death let me go ahead and do my thing you know what it is, you know what it ain't. It's your boy Flashy Ray. You know my name, you know my gang, and I'm doing what I usually do. Talking that talk. I'm at an undisclosed location. You know how I usually say it, never serve a nigga where you sleep at. Um I'm I'm here uh, with a with a very uh, special guest. Um I, I I would definitely probably say this is probably going to be one of my most um uh personable uh, uh interviews that I've ever will do. Um and also one of my most important and sentimental interviews I would do, I would say, um, I actually have my, my, my father here, which you will understand. Uh, uh, I'm going to interview him and, you know, get to the nitty gritty with a lot of uh, why he why I look at him as the man and why you look at me as the man. So you'll understand you'll understand a lot of that uh, um, throughout this interview here. And uh, my, my, my uh, thank you, actually, Dad, I will say that to the to. to um, to get all my jitters out, I first like to say thank you. I definitely like to say thank you. Um, I will also like to say for you to do this for me, to speak in the mic, because I know this is new for you. So when you do speak, <laughs> definitely speak in the mic so you can be heard. It'd be easy for me to edit, things like that. So uh, first off, introduce yourself. Who, who, is, who, who are you? Who are you? I am Jerron's dad. Uh, your we, name? You can say your name. Uh, my name is Jeffrey Chester. And see, I don't like doing this because I like talking to my family. But when I'm talking to a lot of people, yeah, I don't usually do that. Okay, I'm, I'm look, and that's why I say I'm appreciative because I feel the same way. That look, that's why when I'm out in public, I wear my shades. And look, uh, uh, on my on my live streams, I wear my shades because I don't like to do that type of thing as well. But this is what I like to do in life. So, you know, I got to get over certain type of things. And now I understand a little bit more about me because I didn't know that you ever felt that way, actually. So, you know, uh, with you you doing something that you don't usually do, you breaking the ice. So my, 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 first, uh, um, my first thing to you, because I, the reason why I'm here, first of all, let me, let me uh, back it up a little bit. Uh, the reason why I'm here is because I want to uh, display and I want people to understand why black fathers are meaningful and not just meaningful they it's it's something that a lot of people in our community um the the stereotype i should say are missing um but it's it's so vital and it's so important and the love that i have for my father is is i i can't even describe it i can't describe it i can't i can't even i can't even really begin to understand you know how much admiration i have for 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 this man that's on the other side of me and, and, you know, what, what makes me mean, I want people to understand, you know, why I'm doing Talk That Talk. It's all because of, you know, my roots. And, 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 and like how my dad just, you know, said earlier, he, he liked to have these intellectual conversations off the record. 
So I'm taking it further, you know, I'm taking it further for our family and making these type of conversations to be heard for everybody to one day potentially make sure that, you know, this type of lifestyle can feed my family and things like that. So, you know, this is why I'm here. I'm, I'm here to, again, to first of all, big up all black men, to big up my first of all, my father and, and to 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 display, you know, th this this love that can't even be described that, that, that by anybody, by anybody, no matter whether you got a black father or father in general, it just can't even be described. So th this is why I'm here. And I, 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 um, I, I wanted to do a whole series with my father, but I don't know if he wanted to do all of that, <laughs> which I mean, you, this, this is why I'm here doing my first one. I said this months ago, months ago, but you know, I, I want to, um, d dive into, you know, um, uh, uh, who he is as a man and what what who he is and why it be, you know the things that rubbed off on him the, the what rubbed off on me I should say that you know he taught me and things like that that to why I'm here why I'm here so with, with that being said my first question too is to to my father is you know your upbringing where, where, where are you from for the people that don't know and should know for the for the for the people that don't know who talk what talk that talk is that that do know who flashe ray is but don't know the, the his roots and things like that where, where, where are you from where have you been birthed from well i'm from a little small town in maryland called cambridge and it's, it's ironic because my my dad wasn't there with me but he was there for me and i guess you know that kind of rubbed off on me um i learned a lot from my brothers <laughs> uh, half the time what not to do <laughs> and they taught me i seen the things that they did and i didn't want to do the things that they did and that's uh, i i learned a lot from that okay so uh, okay so you're from a small city called cambridge maryland and you know, um, you, you, you brought the, your father into play, which I wanted to get to that a little bit later on, but you already jumped, dived right into it, though. So, you know, we might as well get into it. And you say you learned certain things from your, your, your other male figures, your, uh, examples, your brothers and things like that. So uh, what it sounds like, were, were you the baby of the family? Yes, I was. Okay, because yeah. you learn, you know, saying yeah. that you learn from these people, you know, uh, not, not only the, the male figures in your, in your life, uh, did you, you know, have sisters as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh but my sisters are a lot older than me and 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 i only was around one of my sisters my other two sisters didn't live with me okay okay which ones did, well okay so you 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 uh, have a total of how many brothers and sisters as far as that 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 were in the immediate family because you know obviously i know these answers to these questions but i you know i got to do my job i got to do my job so on your on your mother's side i should say how many on brothers my mother's and sisters side i have three brothers and three sisters one passed, so it's three brothers and two sisters now. Okay, okay. So, uh, and and did she pass when you were younger? Uh, yeah. Well, mm, you could say that. Um, I was in my twenties. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So okay, man. I got even more questions because I didn't know that. I thought that that happened when you was younger, actually. So that, but we we'll, we we'll get to that. So you know, you you um you looked up to on, on your mother's side. You had uh uh three brothers, three sisters, uh, you know, originally. And then to, to date, you have two sisters and three brothers on that side. So, you know, saying that, you know, your father was around, you know, uh, to, to what, what wasn't around, but he was there, you know, um, to, 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 you know, obviously show you certain things to be a man, et cetera, et cetera. Now, you know, we'll get deeper in that, you know, as we, as the conversation goes on, but you know, the ad adolescent lifestyle and things like that, um, Obviously, what you know, what you said, you know, speaking on your, your relationship with your father earlier, you know, obviously you most likely grew up in a single parent home. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what what was that like, you know, growing up in a single parent home, being the baby of the family, um, on, baby on the family on both sides? Both sides. Okay. Both on both sides. sides. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the immediate family, obviously, of course, you was the baby there. So, you know, having these um, um, way older sisters and older brothers and things like that. You know, um, being a baby and then also growing up without a father as far as uh, uh, um, your, your, your uh, biological father directly in the household. Did you grow up with a, a male figure there in general? Um, my older brother, Andre, I looked, okay, okay. I, I looked up to him. Okay, was he the next in age or? No, my, my brother Keith was, is three years older than me. But my brother, Andre, he was athletic. And I looked up to him. He ran track and he played football. Okay, okay. 
which I now now what makes me re- know the re- you know the real reason why I look up to Uncle Andre like that because you did. Mm-hmm. So um, so so okay so we we um you you growing up um how how was how was your mother you know um how was that relationship with you know that you knew of your mother and things like that well I, since i was the baby i pretty much got what i want we didn't have everything but she she did what she had to do to get me what i needed or what i i didn't really need it what i wanted no. <laughs> some things that i asked for and i look back today and I was—I can say that I—I I don't know why I asked for some of the things that I asked for. And every time she—she—she she, she got it. And I think, see, it's—it's kind of complicated because my my dad was seeing my mom, but I didn't know he was my dad. Oh, okay. So okay. so he he wasn't—he didn't lay his head there every night, but he was there all the time. So, but I didn't know. But he did things for me. And I didn't know he was my dad. Did he know that you was his son? I think I think he did. Okay, I think okay. he did. Okay, so uh, you really don't know currently, but you know, in retrospect, you pro- you you know you, right. you think that he did. Right. So right. Okay, so you you were the baby of the family. Let me ask you this: uh, Do you mind uh, sharing a, a time where you know you you asked for something? You know, you can look back in retrospect now, and you know, in hindsight, to say that you really didn't need something <laughs> that you know that was important to you at that time. I. Uh, one Christmas, I asked for a, a unicycle. <laughs> you, got story, you told me stories about this, too, though. I asked for a unicycle. And when you look back, where in the world would my mother find a unicycle? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, for the people that don't know, you know, Cambridge is a small town, man. And it's 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 not really, it's not a, um, for, for uh, the black people there, it's not a, um, a financially uh, thriving neighborhood for black people or city, I should say for black people or anything like that. So I know she went really everywhere to get right, that. Right. Everywhere to get and, that. and that Christmas morning I had a unicycle, man, man. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. I, now I understand, you know, again, me being a kid and, you know, us asking for certain things, you know, even me being 25 now, I know that certain things I asked for really, I shouldn't have, you know, at that time I should say, but, you know, gr- growing up now, and I mean, you know, I-, I wanted it then, but now, you know, like how you said, you look in this, you see, you you see how your parents work hard to just give you those things mm-hmm. that you didn't really need. Didn't need you you didn't need. need. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, g- getting older in your in your childhood life, you know, looking up to your older brother, you know, um, um, you know, uh, being younger and being a baby boy and things like that, you know. So, what was the point in time you think in your in your time, your lifetime, in your adolescent age, or even in your teenage years that you know you had to uh, become a man and and get off of that? You know, looking not really saying to stop looking up to anybody because you always do that. But mm-hmm. I think people always have you know um uh, um higher figures than you know that they look up to things like that but as far as you knowing that you know uh uh, jeff as a man had to you know become who he was wow (laughs) i i guess you know my mom passed when i was in 11th grade so i i would have to say when the time i realized that she was really sick i i guess I, i i knew that i i was forced to be you know become a man mm-hmm. because I know like when I, when I was, um, I, when I was probably still in middle school, she was sick and she was in and out of the hospital and I tried to avoid it because I didn't want to face it. But she, when she really got sick, I knew that I had, I had, I was forced to be a man. Man. Um, I know. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Like I, know I know. I know. I know. I know. But this, this is is healthy, man. It's healthy, and I, I never even, you know, him him saying this. I mean, obviously, I mean, you can go through your context clues. I never met my grandmother, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about her. You know, I don't know about her. So, hmm. you know, hearing my 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 father, you know, speak this way about her, you know, and and how I feel about my mom and. Him losing her and knowing that he was she was sick, you know, at certain ages. And you know that I can't even fathom. Like my mom, she's been, you know, going through illnesses her lifetime and things like that. But you know, to the point where I know that it's a possibility that it could be an end. I can't even fathom that. And 
I, I appreciate you for being that strong at that age, man. Because you ain't you you didn't have to be as great as the man that you are right now. Hmm. You ain't had to do that because you could have gave up. Because like I said, I can't even I can't even think about that right now. So, you know, matter of fact, me thinking about it right now for the people that can't see, I'm, I got tears coming down my eyes. You can you can I'm pretty sure you can hear it. And and you know these these things are dear to my family. Mean everything to me. So. Hearing these things and having this conversation again on, on, on record with my father and, and and knowing why I feel the way I feel about you know myself, my mom, my family, you know my my grandma that I do have here, you know it it all comes full circle. You know hearing him not having this, you know having all of the things that I literally cherish so dear, and you know how were you able to 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 finally face that demon? You know because that's that. At that age, I know that's what it, you know. That's all of what it what it was, and I'm pretty sure right now, you know, it's like how you. I remember you telling me one time, and this was real recent. You said this is certain pain that you never get over, hmm. and I know that this is what you was talking about. And you know, how did you face that, man? I mean, if you don't care to share, if you don't, that's perfectly fine. I mean, uh, that's what you mean. How did I face the pain? Yeah, man. You know that wow. that that time that you finally said, you know. I gotta, you know, like I said, you in middle school, you 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 seen that she was, you know, going through things and certain things that you probably really wasn't really fully aware of and fully understanding. But you know, you got to an age and like how you said in eleventh grade where she passed. So you know, what 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 was that time where you can remember? It? Like again, if you care to share, if you don't, that is perfectly fine. Um, if if you know that you can recall that you know that you had to really face it. You know that like how you said, you know that you had to become a man, but you know, what was that time where you can really pinpoint or if you even can't, if it was just, you know, a blur, you know, um, with, with those things happening so fast, you know, what really made you, you know, uh, uh, face that, 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 that trauma that you knew that you was going to have to. Hmm. Because a lot of people, I, I, you know, just in general in life, they, they, they scared to, you know, be better in life. So you, you right. know, Having having a situation where you know it, it probably made you better, you know, in retrospect, you know, you know, growing up, you know, having sons and you know teaching them certain ways, it probably made you a better man, you know, going down the line. But at that time, you know, you ain't, you know, you didn't think of it that way. And a lot right. of people face certain th situations that's not even this this serious. You know, let's be honest, right. that's not this serious. And you know, they don't want to do those. They don't want to face those things. So if you don't, you know, mind, would you, you know, what was that time where you really felt as though that you had to face that? I I, I think that it was, <laughs> I think it was a blur because. I can't remember a time when I, I, I can remember having to face it. And you you know how close our family is. And mm -hmm. I think that played a part in it that when when it happened, when she passed, you know, everybody just pulled together. And because my sister took me in and she, she when my mom got sick, she helped raise me. So it was like a transition to her. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember a time when, when I really had to face it. I mean, it really hit me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when people say, you hear people say, when somebody die, uh, you know, time heals all wounds. It ain't true. It's not true. I mean, it's like right now. I mean, I miss my mother every day. So, man, it's 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 just hard. I mean, you know that that is the that is the key to the family. You know, you you know for yourself. Your mom here holds everything together. She is the backbone to this family. And losing your mom, I don't care what nobody say. Ain't, ain't no time gonna heal it. It's, it's just, I can go to my brothers and if we talk about it, we get emotional because it's just, she was everything to us. Because all, my mother, all, uh, I think that, you know, none of the fathers were around and she raised each one of us and we never been in trouble. Right. We yeah. never been in trouble. That's true. We, we, and we, you know, you know, I said that I learned some bad things from my brothers as far as women, but when they settled down, they settled down with one woman. If you look, if you can look at them now.
They sell, when yeah, they settle down, they married. settle down. Yeah, yes, they all married. married. Never been in trouble. So my mom, she did a great job. She did a fantastic job with us. So, I mean, um, you know, you transitioning into, your, you know, going past this, you know, transitioning and, and becoming a man on your own at this point in time, you know, um, from the age of, uh, well, what I would guess 11th grade, 16, right? Mm-hmm. So from the age of 16 going forward, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, obviously, you, you, you know, you had to uh, cope with these things and, you know, going forward. So what, 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 what was the time where you, you know, you felt in life where you, you know, um, you had blissful joy, you know, after that time, because you, joy had to come because pain, pain was there. So joy had to come, you know, so what was this next time in your life where, you know, you felt uh, um, great satisfaction? Hmm. I mean, you know, I, I've always been a a happy person. I mean, you know, I'm, I never, I think I always look at the glass half full. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I never, it's rarely, it's rare that I worry. Because, yeah, you taught me that. Yeah, I mean, me because that's something that you can't control. So, f- blissful. The blissful time in my life is when I met your mother. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I mean, no, I, I she's, steered she's, that question yeah. for you to say that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, 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 after my mom passed, I mean, I, I did some wild stuff. I mean, me and my friends, we did some wild stuff. But, you know, we had fun. But the, the most happy time is when I met my wife and your mother. Okay. So, you know, um, when, when did you meet? When did you meet my mother? I met her when I was 24. No, wait a minute. 20. I was 20 and she was 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I just saw her one day and I was like, man, she is so fine. <laughs> and and she was too young for me. Right, right. But I didn't care. Right. I mean, you, my I fr- mean we having this conversation. Yeah. You laugh because you know, you know what uh-huh. people may say, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I'm, you know, and, and, times were different. I mean, times didn't change, actually, as far as that type of thing right. and stuff like that. And I and I'm pretty sure you weren't um, uh, on, on any uh, uh, inhumane things because I, I know my mother, my mom, she a real one, so I know that she <laughs> wasn't doing anything that she wasn't allowing. Right, so right. I, I do know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, meeting, meeting, um, well, not meeting, but seeing her at at at, uh, at, at such a big age, different. Obviously, you said that uh, she was too young for it at, at the time. So. When was the time where you finally, you know, um, started to, you know, take your take your, your yourself serious enough to take her serious? Well, at the around the same time, I got a good job, you know, in Cambridge. It was a, considered a good job. Mm-hmm. So when we got together, she ended up. Well, what happened was we we started going together, and some some something happened at her mom's house where the electric went off and and at the time I me and her bro- I knew her brother before I knew her mm-hmm. so we me and her brother were roommates and I think the electric got cut off or something happened where she came to my house and and stayed for a couple of nights <laughs> what, you said room where was y'all staying at out the project oh, okay okay yeah. okay 500 side 600 side. right see what happened was Keith my brother Keith who's next to me me and him were living together. And then he, he got a girlfriend, so he moved out. And, he, and that left me with the apartment. Right. So I needed a roommate. So that's when your Uncle Chucky moved in with me. So, but then, you know, we were living together. And then I started seeing his sister, which is your mom. And the electric went off at their house. So her mom agreed to let her stay over there. Man. Man, I know that was something big for her to be, you know, uh, at a younger age. Because I'm pretty sure you, she was probably in high school at that right. time. Right, and and it's the crazy thing. Her, your grandmother, trusted me so much. She didn't even know me. We we me and your mom broke up one time. I I don't know what I don't I, I to this day I don't know why. I mean I, I she knew, but anyway, her mother made her go back with me. Because she thought that, I mean, she saw something in me that I probably didn't even see. Mm-hmm. So then she, so she came and lived. She was supposed to live a couple of days, and she never moved out. Man, 
Man, and rest is history. Mm-hmm. Literally. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah. So y'all, y'all, you know, she moved in on a, a, un, a unfortunate circumstance on, you know, her, her her mother's end, and you know, literally, the rest is history. So, you know, how how long were y'all together? Well, before let me get before I get to that question, how how long were y'all all three living in the same apartment before you and my mother decide to, you know, uh, get get you get you guys together and you know move out and you know um and then this is a, a loaded question i would say and 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 after after that point what you know um what was that 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 next thing that knew that this was the the woman that you was going to be with for the rest of your life well <laughs> or did you not even know then oh i knew when when i first saw her i told my friends that's going to be my wife they laughed Actually, when they when I when I first started seeing her, they teased me because they they said that she was too young for me. Mm-hmm. But when I first saw her, I told them that was gonna be my wife. You just knew. I knew. I knew when I saw her. Man, that's. A, <laughs> I mean, you you knew what you was talking about. Yeah, I say that. Yeah, that's for sure. So mm-hmm. you know. Um. So how how long did you guys all three of you guys move, uh, live together until the, you know the time where it took for you guys to move out? To be, you know, together, you know, really together. Well, I think that, I think that um, um, her brother moved out, so we were to get, we were there for the rest of the time until y'all were born. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, so, so y'all, y'all, so Uncle Chucky pretty much essentially moved out, so y'all stayed in a two bedroom apartment at the projects until Jeff was born. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, let let me ask you this: Since we got to that point, w- when was the time? You know, do you remember when you first knew that at twenty five years old that you was gonna be a father? You said when did I know? Yeah. When do you do you remember that time when you knew for a fact and that you were told pretty much that yeah. you were gonna be a father? And <laughs> and how was that experience for you? Well. <laughs> What happened was it's crazy because we were we we actually planned it. Okay, well, and and it wasn't it wasn't going good, and we were on the verge because my wife wanted me to go to the doctor because she thought something was wrong with me. Well, well, you know you know what they say about uh, if you plan tell if you if if you want your plans ruined, tell God about them. So that's what y'all did. (laughs) So so yeah. So and that's what happened. We were we were on the verge of going. I think I don't know if we had scheduled the appointment for me to go to the doctor for me to get checked, but she got pregnant. Oh well, in that meantime. Yeah, in the meantime. Wow. So that's what she told me. I mean, you know, I, I I was definitely happy. And then to find out I was having a son, yeah, that made me more happy. Right, right, right. So, all right, now, you know, um, going up until the pregnancy, I mean, well, through the pregnancy, I should say, and up until you having your first son, you know, um, was it, you know, any memorable times or crazy times that you, you know, you uh, care to share, you know, at this point in time? Well, she, she, she stays sick. Mm-hmm. She was sick the well, whole time. Even when she's not pregnant, she's sick all oh, the time. Man, I'm talking about. I mean, she gained. <laughs> She gained so much weight, and actually, they put her on bed rest because she, Man. yeah, her pressure went up. So, and um, through her whole pregnancy, she, she I never she, seen mom overweight really though. I mean, no, well, seriously though. Yeah, well, she was she was big, and she she would go in the bathroom and brush her teeth and just get sick by brushing her teeth. She she stays sick. Yeah, I, I mean it. It was. That's I, I I don't think she liked being pregnant that that much. Right, right. She, with both of y'all, she stays sick. Man, I was just about to ask: Was mm-hmm. you know, was it like the same with me? So same. you mm-hmm. know, so um um up until obviously through the pregnancies, you know, she's sick, things like that. So take us to the point where you know you in the well, I'm ge- I'm guessing that you were in the room, you know, and your and your first son was being born. And actually, before we get into that, let's go ahead and take the time out to thank our sponsors. I know I have a lot of iPhone subscribers, and we tend to get careless with our hooks at times, but I'm here to let you know that iRepair Mobile can pull up to you on the spot. Just shoot a quick DM to the Instagram page at iRepairMobile or iRepairMobileNC for the Twitter, and when you do so, make sure you use that Talk That Talk promo code that's pound TTT 
And while you at it, check out the latest in the freshest gear at antihype.us. And that's only if you're looking for the fly and exclusive. Antihype is the way to go. Now let's get back into it, Pop. No, that's a that's some that's one of the things I regret in life. At the time, see she she it was scheduled that she was gonna get a cesarean, a C section. Uh-huh. And at the time, they wouldn't let men go in the room. Oh, and I, okay. I never saw neither one of y'all born. Wow. So, and, but that was all through uh, uh, the rules, though. Yeah, it was okay, the rules. Okay, okay. Well, well, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. And I mean, you yeah. know, it's a, it's a lot different probably nowadays. I don't know now if it's you could do that. Now. Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. Now. Okay, so. Which I mean, you know, you were there, but you wasn't, you know, in the actual room. Right. Like I, was in, I was in the waiting room waiting for them to come out to tell me what happened. Wow. I wonder why they did it like that then. I mean, I'm glad obviously Tom passed. So, right. You know, um, we, we, which we can, you know, uh, skip through those times. So uh, as far as, you know, um, the, 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 even the second pregnancy, with, 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 well, let me let me ask you this. Well, I'm not going to do that. How did you feel with the second time around? Because I don't know if you guys planned it then, but, you know, if you didn't, how did that even come about? Uh, I can't remember if it, if it was planned, but, um, oh, man, that, that's, that's kind of hard. I can tell you this. <laughs> when you were born, man, you looked just like me. <laughs> Jeff didn't, but you looked just like me. See, I ain't you ain't never told me that either yes, because yes. I mean, you know, we had conversations mm-hmm. and you you know, uh when you were sixteen and you know, me being the age that I am now and even me being younger, I mean I look at it and say I look well, I look just like you then. Right. You know, so I'm 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 pretty sure, you know, obviously when I was younger, younger, I would definitely look exactly like mm-hmm. you. So um you know, uh, uh having sons, you know, um and, and you know, uh even taking a little bit flashback to, you know, your uh, adolescent age and, you know, um, being around your father, but you not knowing if he was there at the time, but, you know, later uh, knowing that and things like that and, and having sons, you know, at the point in time when you had sons, did you, you know, did you know at that time that uh, um, Herschel was your father at that time? Um, at what time? What, when you had sons, you know, to, to say oh, that yeah, they had a grandfather. Yes, okay, yes, okay. yes, yes. I knew. I knew when my mom passed, that's when he called me and he told me. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, so they, I, see, learned, I never even knew how that even came about. Grade, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, you know, um, now um, I'm not uh, 100% sure or even how this happened as far as the life lessons that your father taught you as far as how to be the, be a man or anything like that. But how, how was it, you know, um, after the year 1992 having two sons, and in the time in America where black men were, man, it was, it was, it was, we were like, you know, um, um, like, like game out there, you know, a predator and prey type of thing, mm. you know? So how was it, you know, being in the nineties with two black sons? I mean, now uh, granted you weren't out in the streets or, you know, doing things like that, that were, you know, putting your family at risk or anything like that. But how, how was it, you know, being a man, you know, to future men at that point in time. Well, th- that was that's one of the advantages of, of being in a small town. You know, pretty much everybody knew each other. All the blacks knew each other. So I, I really didn't have to worry about y- y'all, you know, getting in, you know, getting in trouble. Or I always knew where y'all were and, you know, it wasn't it wasn't really as as stressful as it is now when it, when you're grown but back then we didn't have those worries as far as the police you know you know try, you know shooting people because we knew the police mm-hmm. we we knew the white we even knew the white police so it wasn't really and they knew us because see the advantages of being in a small town when you were in high school and you played football and you played basketball, everybody knew you. Everybody in the town knew you, especially if you were good. So everybody knew who my sons were. So that was an advantage. Yeah, okay. So, you know, um, uh, well, let me ask you this. Um, 
so so having that advantage of you know uh, being known and uh, um, I'm taking it from sports, correct? Right. Okay. So, well, well, matter of fact, you know, since we we can add an addendum, I mean, pop, she don't listen to my show, but my lingo is really eclectic on here, and we <laughs> add addendums and things like that. So we're gonna add an addendum real quick because I want to actually speak on a little bit of your sports career and things like that. So, um, um being well known for sports, uh, again, we're gonna add an addendum right now, and 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 uh. Speak about your sports life. You know, you spoke about your uh, older brother Andre, that was a track star. And um, if I'm not mistaken, from from what I've been told, he was a fool on the football field as well. So, you know, how how did you become so well known in the, in the sports realm in, in around Cambridge, Maryland? Well, you, like I said, so it's a small town. So now it, this goes back to my to my uncles, the Chester name. Even my my cousins, the Chester name, we it was well known. They were they always excelled in sports. So if you were a Chester and you came along before the coaches even seen you play, they expected they you to be okay. good. So now I understand why they okay, all right. But keep continue to continue. So my brother Andre, <laughs> man, he man he was so good, man. That's why he he was the reason why I wore number twenty two and why I wanted to and tried to when right. I was younger. Okay. He was so good, man. He he ran. I mean, he just ran up and down the field, and he and he to this day he owns the track record for the hundred yard dash at the at the high school because they changed it to meters so nobody can ever Every, break yeah, that 100 yard dash right wow. so he still owns the 100 yard dash wow okay that's, when I, that's I can history. Re, i can remember when i i probably was in the fourth third grade going out to see him run track on a grass track he broke the 100 yard dash record at the school man so he wasn't even no privileged enough to run on that gravel with no the nice spikes no it was grass man wow mm-hmm. and that's a it, for the people that don't know about running and and just track and field in general, man. Running on grass, I mean, you, you it, it, any given time. Hopefully, it's a nice day outside, so the grass is hard enough right. for you to really get good traction. So you, you, man, that's that's so okay. Going from uh, um, uh, your brother Andre, your older brother Andre, you know, transferring over to you, you know, growing up with sports, you know, even being a kid. From from what I've been told, I, well, first of all, I, I thought that I was pretty good at <laughs> at football when I was in, uh, um, you know, Pop Warner era and things like that. And I did a lot of things at that era. But every time I've done something good, mm-hmm. I've always been told, boy, you ain't nothing like your dad. So, you know, starting off at a young adolescent age, obviously you were good at football. Um, speak on that, Tom. I mean, you know, because w- were you ever, you know, can you really remember a time where you had to really be taught something or everything just like you said was with that Chester name and that 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 bravado that we had that you well no I ain't even going to say bravado I'm probably pretty sure I'm probably using the wrong word the lingo is not as too eclectic as I, as it need to be I should say but um you know with with that 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 stereotype of the name and really not even stereotype with the connotation I should say that with the name of Chester you know, was it just natural for real? Because, I mean, like I said, I I was scoring about five touchdowns a game when I was a, a, as a kid. And to to hear that wasn't anything, that's <laughs> – come on now, Pop. You must – you was you were stirring the pot up now. Well, it, it was – I think when they tell you that it was more in youth league. Uh, see, see, it was different. Well, when, that's what they were saying because, right. I mean, they only seen me in youth league. Right. Well – <laughs> I, I don't like to brag on myself, man. But, you can talk that talk. Okay. This is what this is for. When when I played youth league, man, five touchdowns was like the first half. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 at the time, OJ, OJ was the he was the best back in football at the time. And I tried to model myself after OJ. OJ had so many moves, man. It, it just came natural to him, and. And and I modeled myself after him, and, and that's what they said. Yeah, and 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 that's how I tried to play like OJ. Yeah, they said um uh, uh, from from a lot of uh, my uncle's stories and things like that. They said you had this like juke shoulder roll thing you used to do, where you used to dip your shoulder and, and make people fall off. I don't know if you re- remember that or anything like that. It was just a natural thing. I mean, you, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. It ain't nothing to remember right. because you was just playing right. football, having mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm um, moving up, going into high school. You know, um, when did you start varsity lifestyle? Varsity, I played varsity 
Well, I, I went when and I went, basketball too, though. We ain't gonna forget that out there because I don't know how good you were as far as growing up, as far mm-hmm. as basketball youth league wise or anything like that. But I know as far as you were pretty good in high school from you know every everybody told me I wasn't. You know. <laughs> well, well, far as football. Okay, when I went to the ninth grade, I, I played JV for maybe half the season, and our varsity at the time wasn't wasn't really good. And that's, you know, that, that's... Was that's rare, yeah, Kansas. yeah, right, right. So they moved me and a couple of my friends up to the varsity in the ninth grade. And we played varsity from the ninth grade on. Man. And <laughs> it was crazy because we, when I was on the JV, they, they had us, we were playing defensive back. When they moved us to the varsity, they moved us to defensive end. Me and, my, me and, me and Vincent, my friend Vincent. Wow. So he was on one side and I was on the other. And and we we excelled. I mean, to be ninth graders. I mean, and we, then playing defensive end, and I yeah. know you was frail. You right. weren't buttoned yeah. up for five yep. seven, five yeah. six. Yeah. And one time, <laughs> I can remember, Vincent was on one side and I was on the other side, and we met at the quarterback one game mm. playing varsity. Man, man, I know that was times <laughs> at that yeah. time, especially yeah. being so young. Yeah. So you you know um, basketball far far you know um it, when did you start to excel at that? My 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 um cousin Mike, Brian, mm-hmm. he taught me how to play basketball. Yeah, I heard Mike Brian was real good. And I, I went. I, I would. <laughs> I I think the neighbors were mad at me because at times, I I was out at night in the middle of the street just dribbling the ball all night long, dribbling the ball. <laughs> and basketball actually came more natural to me, but. I think because of my size, everybody caught up with me. Mm-hmm. Because I was in youth league, I mean, I probably averaged about 25, 25 a game. You're better than me? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. no, no. I'm, I didn't, you know, I was, I was better than, you know, the kids growing up, but I wasn't the best. I wasn't the best or anything like that because Herb was the, as far as, right. you know, my age, he was the best, my age group. Um, I think football. I was. I think that football. I was better than everybody. I don't yeah, remember yeah. nobody that was on you know, any team. No, actually. you 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 were tougher than everybody. That's for sure, because you were always smaller than yeah, everybody. Yeah, you were tougher than everybody, and that's what everybody. That's what everybody liked about you. You were definitely tougher than everybody. Yeah, you I mean, nosing that all the time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just fun. You know, being a kid at that age, and you know. And then, and then really, I really didn't even know that I was even smaller than everybody, honestly, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just, I thought that was the same size. So, <laughs> you know, me, me doing anything, I felt as though that I was the same with everybody. So, you know, back to the, you know, uh, we, we added an addendum, but back to the real convo. So, you know, um, um, be, being a father of two boys and things like that and, you know, um, um, uh, you know, having having certain lessons of, uh, of your father and things like that, and also the you know growing as, as a man through your brothers and things like that as well. You know, um, when, when was the time? You know, you know, uh, we 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 went through a lot. You know, um, it's we forty minutes in right now. You know, we talked about a, a, a great amount of things, and you know, we we, we gonna you know swindle down uh, sooner than later. And uh, you know, with with. Being a father and being a black father again, we talked about the nannies and you know you knew everybody and 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 you know everybody knew your kids because through sports again reason why we added the addendum there so you know picking up exactly where we left off at you know um not having to worry about you know your boys and things like that and you know growing up in a small city even though you know um because to to be honest with you I didn't really understand how even though some, Cambridge is a small town I didn't understand how bad Cambridge was until I moved to Charlotte. Mm. Because where we live right now, it ain't even really too many neighborhoods in Cambridge when we were growing up that was like this, other than what we would coin the white section, which we still call it that. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, um, coming here, and it was a culture shock for, for me personally. I can't speak for my brother. I can't speak for no, no other person or anything like that. But it was a personal culture shock for me, you know, first of all, realizing that I was from the hood. <laughs> like, you know, I, I grew up with two parents. I mean, I didn't have to, you know, worry about, you know, where I was eating at or nothing like that. So, I, 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 I'm, I, you know, in, in, in hindsight, I had it better than a lot of kids. But at the end of the day, Cambridge is what it is. It's a small town. And, 
it's one high school and everybody go to it. You one know McDonald's. I mean? Yeah, one McDonald's. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is a big thing. That I'm glad you said that. It's one McDonald's. It's, mm-hmm. They try to put a McDonald's on every corner. <laughs> so you 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 know it since it's only one how big the town is. And um which we got a lot a lot of history that comes through that town. Oh, I mean yeah. look, Google Cambridge, Maryland, you'll see everybody. You'll see you'll see everybody you need to know. Mm-hmm. But um so so you know, um coming from that small town I should say and and, and uh, raising your boys and things like that. What what was one of the best things and, and most most memorable things you can remember as being a father with teaching your sons, whether that was individual on an individual basis or uh, on a together basis. You know what was one of those moments that you can really think of that it, it it made you proud to be a father and 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 just know how important it was as well. Man, I I I would just say overall just spending time with y'all when y'all were small. And you know how I get emotional when I talk about when, when y'all were small because I feel that I didn't do enough, you know, and I don't know why I look at it that way. Yeah, it's hard for me to say that. And, you know, know, we talk about the year that we had, because... this, this ain't been the first time, but <laughs> I don't understand because, man, you know, you know, we know what our family been through and in, in, in as far as the... Uh, um, the intermediate family. So you worked as hard as you could to make sure that everything else wasn't, you know, falling by the wayside. So I can't say that, man. And I had the best childhood that I can ask for. So I can't, I don't understand why you say that, which I mean, you can go ahead and get into it because I mean, this is your own, you know, your own perspective of things. So what made you feel that way? You know, I can remember a time when, when Jeff was, when I was teaching him how to pitch, and I was trying to tell him, you know, things to do. And he was getting frustrated. And I got frustrated. And I walked away and I went in the house. I think Can I remember, you remember that. that. No, I think I remember okay, that. Okay, yeah. so we were all in the backyard. Time, right. All three of us in the backyard. Times like that. I wish I never did that. Man, it's just you, you, you won't understand until you're yeah, a father, yeah, man. Yeah, and I yeah, and I ain't even you know, my brother is finally, you know, in fatherhood and his son is only, you know, two years old, so he ain't, you know, at that level right. yet. He's not at right. that level yet. Right. So he hasn't experienced fatherhood emotionally really yet it's, as it's far just, as it's just times where you remember when you, you see I don't think everybody knows, but you played for me in Youth League basketball. Right, right. And and I always, you know that I never wanted to coach you. Yeah, I never did. I didn't never co- did. I and didn't the only coach way I Jeff. was able to play mm-hmm. is because you was on my team and you literally, even even to the last probably game, probably, I knew that you never wanted me I to never play. never because, and, and I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. One night we played and, and, I, and, and after the game I fussed at you in the car and you cried. Yeah, I remember that. No, I remember that. Man. I'll never forget that. Yeah, I remember it though. I I'll remember. I'll never forget that. And I'll never do that again, man. I I'll understand. never do that again. I understand. I mean mm. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I'm, well, I mean as far as you know, just as far as the perspective, I understand the perspective because I, I, I like I said, I can't even I can't even begin to understand. I mean, I'm I'm you know, obviously getting emotional remembering about the things but i mean it, it was it, it was what it was man i mean first of all i remember the game and 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 i think that that game i was fussing at the referee too and i got a tech that game and i cursed and everything i really rem- i think i'm i'm pretty sure this is the same game i remember i got a tech and everything we was, I, I think that we was playing dc dc you know Richie i can't team. even remember but all i remember is that <laughs> and it's just some things that I did that I sh- that I wish I didn't do. But I, I, I will say this: one night when we came home, we I think we lost, and you played probably your best game you ever played, and you cried because we oh, lost. Oh, against Noble, and I missed that game winner shot. We was on a Saturday. We had to re- postpone the game. And I think I scored almost forty that yeah. game. <laughs> and you, I mean, you carried the team. And, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You cried, oh, yeah. and I just told you. I said, "Man, I, I told you I was proud of you, and you did the best you could do. You couldn't do no more." See, now those times, I love those times, because 
because you know for yourself in sports, there's a lot of life lessons. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> that was a life lesson that time because you did all you could do. And I couldn't be no more proud of you. Yeah, that was a game to go to the championship. Yeah, I no, think, yeah, I think no, it was. Because we, I, 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 Dad, I remember a lot of these times mm-hmm. because, I mean, I'm only 25, so my memories ain't nothing but my yeah. childhood, for real. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, I, I, I remember these times, and I remember I was so hurt. I cried at half court, matter of fact, when I missed the mm-hmm. shot. So, you, I, I, I remember those that, that game, and, and I remember you telling me you were so proud, and I didn't understand then. I didn't understand then, but I... I, I I completely understand now because it's been times in my life where, like how you said, how these sports teach you life lessons where I've done all I could and it mm-hmm. just wasn't Went good enough. Yeah, it just wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not gonna even going to say it wasn't good enough. It just wasn't meant to be. Right. Put it that way. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I did all that I could mm-hmm. and it was good enough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, you know, so g- growing up, you know, um, past the adolescent age, you know, um, as far as, you know, at, at this time where you say, you know, you worry more now. You know, with, mm. with your sons being men and things like that, you know, what's well, I, I'll say this before I get really deep in that. This, this is one of the best, and I, and I think the, the not not one of the best, this is the, the, the life lesson that resonates me, with, with me all the time when I think about you. When I used to tell you that I wanted to be like you and you used to always tell me, <laughs> no, you don't. You want to be better. You don't mm-hmm. want to be working for somebody how I work for somebody. And I understand it now at 25 years old. And the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing right now is because of that right there, man. I got dreams and and, and you taught me this. Mm-hmm. Your, my mom as well taught me this to dream bigger than, first of all, what somebody can give me. Right. right. And, and, and dream bigger than even what I think is real. And, you know, I just got these dreams of... of, of using my voice and, and using my, my, my great analogies and just using my charisma and the things that y'all taught me to give game and, 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 and to to educate people that are just like me. You know, the, the, the kids that were privileged enough to have two parents in their home but still go through that same identity crisis that all black people, and my, personal, uh, um, uh, my personal experience, the identity crisis of a black man and especially, you know, in, in society now with this hip-hop era, you know, they got the, the black men have to be this so-called thug, gangster thing. And my father wasn't that. <laughs> my father wasn't that. But you can't tell me my father ain't no man and my father can't protect me just how anybody that talks like they can protect anybody. You can't tell me that. You can't, and, and, I, and you can't tell me that I can't do the same thing. And, I'm, and I don't have to have that persona and things like that. And, and I want this to, to, to be displayed and I, and I want, you know, th- that lesson that you taught me, you know, then wanting to be my own man and a lot of, uh, of, of black men are taught that, but, you know, they don't, aren't taught it in the right light. And that's literally the best lesson that I really can think of, man. Mm. And, and, and like I said, it's, it's coming to, to, to reality and it's manifesting itself now of my understanding. And I appreciate you for that. I appreciate for that. That the you know the times the good and the bad times where you remember as as me a, as a kid, but that memory that I just just shared was that I don't I don't even know really other than you telling me that you're proud of me at the end of the day I can't remember I don't I don't even really want to know a memory other than you telling me that I need to be more than what you are and I look at you as the world so if you telling me that I can be more than the world then you it disguises the, the limit literally. So I mean, it's 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 just that simple, and and you know, um, with me saying that, I I I want to get to my 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 final points of you know what does you know fatherhood. Well, well before you do that, uh-huh. um, you know, I, I can remember telling you that, and you, <laughs> it's crazy because I never put two and two together until now, to to see you doing what you're doing. It, it kind of, you know, I guess that that went together with what I told you. But you know, that's that's I never put two and two together until now. But until you just brought it to to me that this is the reason why you do what you do. Yeah, Dad, and and you know, a lot of times where you thought that I was being rebellious, it was just literally because you taught me to think how I want to think. Oh well, you know, I never, I, I'll never try to change the way you think well no you never did that yeah i'm, I'm yeah. not just saying in the sense where you know i was doing certain things that you didn't agree with right you know um 
you know, just in general, my personal decisions, you you never really try to chastise me. Now you you know you spoke your piece and say what you did right, like, but you never chastise right. me, which that that's a good thing that parents don't need to do though. They don't need to chastise their kid if they don't agree with it or not. Though, well, you know, it's like it's like you know when you 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 know with Jeff, as far as him playing football. I wanted him to play football, Man. but I wasn't gonna force him. Yeah, we would we wouldn't have been right here. And and, and that's in the <laughs> same Jeff thing with crazy, you, man. with both of y'all. When far as school, I, I you know when y'all decided y'all didn't want to go to school, I can't just sit up and just say, no, you're not coming back here. You going to school? That would be the wrong thing to do to force you to do something you don't. I never force y'all to do anything that y'all didn't want to do. I always let you be your own man, your own, you think independently because I wanted you to, to, to make that path the way you wanted to go. I don't, it's, it's, it would be wrong for me to try to force you and, and get you to do the things that I want you to do because eventually you're going to rebel. Right, right, right. I mean, and then, we, and, and to even to, 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 uh, Support what you were just saying because I I never remember rebellious that I got in trouble right because I ain't never been arrested I ain't right. never been I ain't never did none of that right. because I just I, first of all respect my parents right. and respect myself and mm-hmm. I just don't even want to get into anything like that right and 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 it ain't had nothing to do with whether I felt as though I was macho because I don't think no no man in the world more macho than me so it ain't got nothing to do with you know me wanting to prove something mm-hmm. it was just the simple fact that y'all gave me that security. So, you know, I'm appreciative uh, appreciative of that. But, yeah, this is exactly why I do this. This is exactly why, you know, you know, I was when I was staying on my own and things like that. And I was telling you how frustrated I was with my job. That mm-hmm. That's why, because I just got a vision that I got a dream. I got I, I literally know what I want to do. I know. And I've been knowing since a young age. I've been. But I just didn't know how to express it, mm-hmm. you know, and. I tried the music thing and I tried X, Y, and Z and it just didn't work for me. But this is what I like to do. This this, this is what I, I think that I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Talking and 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 just just being honest and being real. And, and the people that, that, that need to hear it will hear it. The people that don't won't. So mm. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And, and, and I appreciate you for, you know, giving me those life lessons and, you know, again, to, to get to the final point, because, you know, you, you, you spoke your pieces, you know, as far as, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, saying, you know, things right now and why I do what I do now and the lessons that you taught me way back then. So my, my final question is, what does fatherhood mean to you, you know, growing, growing up and still having men to raise? Because you raise boys into men, but now you got to raise men to be grandfathers. <laughs> because that's what you are right now. This mm-hmm. this is the the, the cycle of life. Mm-hmm. Now you have to raise us to be, you know, again you you raise us from adolescence to the what 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 babies to 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 toddlers, the toddlers to the 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 middle age and then, you know, now we 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 growing up and we're past that. You know, and I'm at the point now as well in my life where I have to take the next step to be like my brother as far as, you know, um becoming a father. Cause I do want that out of my life. Mm-hmm. So that is, that is my next step to be a father, to be a husband, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, how, how, how is it, you know, for you to be a, a, a father again, raising men to be grandfathers? Well, I think that, you know, I think people make, make the mistake of, um, I guess trying to right now, you, the age that you are at now, I I can't really, I can only give you advice. My time was when you were um, growing up. I hope I, I just can only hope the things that I told you helps you today, because I can't I can't really tell you what to do because you're a grown man. But I can only hope what the things that I have told you stuck in your head, and you remember them. And you and 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 that's what helps you to make the decisions that you make today. And I and and I can still you can still come to me and ask me about things you you know advice, and I can give you my opinion. But the ultimate decision is yours. So, but far as you know, um, this is the most this is the hardest time for me as a father. Now that y'all are grown, because. I can't, I can't keep a harness on you. I can't keep a leash on you. 
you are grown men, but I worry about you every night. When, when you're not in this house and I see things on TV, like say if I see an accident on TV, the first thing I look for is to see if it's a silver car because mm-hmm. I don't know where my son is. Right. And this is the hardest time for me right now because I worry about y'all all the time. And I, and I just hope Jeff is home. I, I trust that since he got a son, he's in the house. He's, right. he's with his son. Right. But so his I, son don't got to grow up without, you know, right. which I understand that. So, so with you, you are free, more freer than Jeff. So, you know, you out all the time. And I, and I worry about you all the time when you out. And, you know, your mom would just hope that you could call sometime, text sometime, tell us where you are. Because we worry about you. I want you to know that. We worry about you. We love you. And we... And we, we, this is, is stuff has changed, you know, Charlotte ain't Charlotte how, when we first came here. Right. Right. It's a lot going on. Charlotte like a big Cambridge right now. It's, it's a lot going you. on. So, yeah. so I, I mean, you know, I, I can't, like I said, I can't teach you how to, I, I can't teach you now how to be a grandfather. Cause if I try to do that now, I mean, you know, to be a, you know, had the kids and be, and grow well, up to be a grandfather. I, I was more metaphoric in the sense where, you know, uh, well, let me be direct. My real question is, what does it mean to uh, to raise, to be a black man and raise black men? Let me let me be more direct okay. than that okay. with that question there, because that is a uh, uh, I, w- I was speaking too much, you know, obviously in the metaphoric mm-hmm. sense with, you know, um, I- expecting you to predict the future, which right. you can't do. Well, to 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 be a black man with black sons, I, I just try to to break that st- stereotype, because first of all. All the friends that I have are around their are around their children. They're with their wife. So you know, I, I don't see, what society sees. I don't see it. Black men spend more time with their children than any race on the planet. So I just try I just try to to break that stereotype of you know that we're never there or you know we did beats. It's not true. And I just try to live up to what my mom taught me. And, I, I, you know, like I told you, I always want to be there for both of y'all. And, and, I'll, and, 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 and another thing, you know, when my mother, when, when I don't even know if she had time to, but um, I never heard my mother tell me she loved me. I knew she loved me because, you know, she was there for me. Right. But I always want y'all... I, when y'all, we, we, me, you know, I guess your mom does it too, but we always tell y'all that we love you. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, right. I'm making it my business to tell you that as well, though. Right. And then, I mean, I guess it's unconscious because I, we say it so much, you right. know. But, you know, to not grow up, be, uh, let me just, uh, I, I, I don't even know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. My brother Larry is the only one of us that don't tell each other that that he loves us and I think it's because my mother never did it so he never saw it so now he don't do it right which I mean that's how life works right though. which but, I mean it's I mean I don't think that and and I think that you you know try to cover yourself to, to to make sure that you didn't try to put him at fault which people that with intelligent minds know that you're that's right, not what right, you're doing right that's not what right you're doing so you know that's why I always want y'all to know that uh, I love y'all, and I would give my life for you, and I would, you know, I always told you, I will do anything. If I see you doing right, I would do anything in my power to help you. And you know I always told you that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's again, that's why we're here today, doing something that you usually, not usually don't do, that you don't do. Not yeah. even just usually don't do, <laughs> that you don't do at all. And uh, I, I appreciate you for being here, and, we we are hour in which I mean it seems like it ain't well to me personally it ain't I don't seem like it ain't been nothing about fifteen twenty minutes yeah I, I, I didn't want to do it but I'm glad I did it yeah I, I appreciate it and and with that being said uh, I I love you dad and 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 I appreciate you for being here uh, I appreciate you for you know uh, seeing my mom and seeing that you knew you was gonna marry her then because <laughs> I wouldn't be here if that wasn't that. And um, I'm I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative, and I uh, um I'm pretty sure people that feel the same way about their father, people that don't feel this way about their father, but um you know want to, but don't know how to express it. 
you know they're gonna appreciate this they're mm-hmm. gonna appreciate this episode and i haven't and it's so funny that i haven't put my actual podcast out in probably about a couple months but this will be my podcast to start my i mean this will be the podcast to start everything back up so it's it's, it's real important I'm, I'm really appreciative if you want to you know uh say anything before i do ahead and do my outro um, you got the floor well, I already, uh, like I said, I already told you. I mean, I just, I, I want you to know I'm proud of you for doing what you want to do. And you, it's not even a job if you do what you want to do. Yeah, and it's not. So. It's not. And I, I appreciate you for even telling me that you're proud of me. But um, y'all know how I usually do. It's your boy, Flashay Ray. You know my name. You know my gang. And I'm out. <laughs> appreciate y'all for tuning in once again make sure you go follow the talk that talk podcast social media pages twitter and instagram at ttt media co and for the latest updates for the talk that talk blog log on to tttmedia.co because we're a company subscribe to the soundclouds and itunes as well all can be accessed on the blog page tttmedia.co again because we're a company leave comments and feedback it's definitely appreciated this episode here is one of the like i said definitely the most sentimental um interview that i have done and probably um that i will do you know other than the part two you know when the successes come and you know my father has reaped the benefits of having great sons man so you know um leave definitely leave the feedback leave the comments and 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 you know, um, speak your truth, man. Speak your truth to your parents. Speak your truth to your 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 fathers if you didn't have one. Um, if you do know them, you know, contact them and 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 you know, have this talk that talk, have that fly on the wall conversation with them to understand you a little bit better, to understand um them a little bit better, and 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 just to go forward, man. This is a very uh, um must needed type of conversation i mean we had me and my father have a lot of these conversations off the record but to to put it on record and 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 lay a lot of things on the line this is what's needed man it was therapeutic and i'm appreciative man i i i really can't say enough i can't thank my father enough and enjoy it man enjoy it i I, I hope you enjoyed it i should say this i hope you enjoyed it um i'm out of here man it's flashy ray you know my name you know my gang and i'm out